We in the building. We are in the building. <clears throat> and can I get to the yams? Sometimes I just don't know, you know. If you can get to the yams, you don't know? <laughs> yeah, that, but just... That requires consent, Corey. Of course. Come on now. But now what I was really talking about is just, just with you, man. I just, sometimes I just don't know. What did I do? You know, you just... Loud. <clears throat> yeah, no, I think that's what the people enjoy about me, you know what I'm saying? Bright, loud, you know? Not afraid to go there. <laughs> what the fuck is funny, man? I'm not afraid to go there. For sure. <laughs> I'm willing to take this shit to the next level. Oh, yeah. For sure, that. <laughs> All right, bro. Bro, bro, making fun of me, dude. Nah, bro. Episode 227, man. Let's go ahead and start. You ready? Let's do it. You're not finna do that shit. That's crazy. <laughs> We do this without a shenanigans. She ready spaghetti. I'm throwing the spaghetti. I'm cutting shit up like a shit. My hand up the solo, I'm ripping. The king, I'm the goat, I'm your daddy. Put my finger in the pussy, be yes. Hit her like a punch star, I can hit me. She can tell my persona, that's a difference. Episode 227, man, we in the fucking building. No matter what I done clock, I'm going back in and going bump. Bad bitch, she wearing a different bag and all her As long as she listening, doing that suspicious, know that bitch be glistening. We in the building, man. Me. Get more money a massage from your spouse. Cause she know I'm getting 227 episode 227. Bitch, inspire me to get more money and I go out to get it. Stay on gang time. Soon as I get out the jet, I'm in the trenches. Throwing up gang signs. I know how to take this cash and go and flip it. Go to the harbor, turn the Chanel, just throw to a hangout. Then bitch massaging me. Cause she know I'm getting these meals consistent. Bitch massaging me. Cause she know I'm getting this money consistent. All right, man, let's get to the fucking business. Episode 227 of the Rising Ground Podcast. Your boy Roderick in the building. I'm Jakari, man. We here. It's Thursday, man. We headed towards the end of the week. Yes, sir. Yes, we headed sir, towards yes, Easter sir. Sunday. Ooh. We headed towards four day weekend for most of us. Sheesh. Three day for a lot of us. You got Friday off? Good Friday? Absolutely. Lucky you. Even if I didn't, I'm I'm playing the religion card on this day. <laughs> what you gonna tell them? Oh my gosh, this is a religious day. I need this off. This is Good Friday. <laughs> We're headed into Easter Sunday. Do you give them a heads up or do you let them know on Thursday? I'll let you know when I'm not showing up on Friday. <laughs> Gonna let him know Friday morning. Eat dick. Sheesh. In the name of Jesus. <laughs> oh, what? No, I'm, God forgive me. God forgive me. God forgive Yo, me. God forgive me. God forgive me. God forgive me. God forgive we, me. We like two minutes in. What's up? Nah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> crazy. That was just jokes, man. All praise. All praise due to God. Um, we're at Thursday. We've made it through. How you feeling? Good, man. It's been a long week, but I feel good. How you feel? It's been a long week. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I feel good. I didn't charge through this week. 
I don't know if I said this on the Monday pod, but I've gotten back into the routine of meditation, prayer every single day. Really? Jeez, man, it feels great. <laughs> so like when I, I get up in the morning, I'm meditating. And if I don't, because I live so close from where I do my work to my house, I'll leave on my lunch break. I get an hour. I'll leave. I'm five minutes away. I'll go home, meditate, and pray, and then come back to work. That should have recharged my entire day. I've just been using that to uh, improve myself, improve my mood, improve my uh, religious state, spirituality, For you know, sure. things like that. That's so, good. We're in a good space right now. That's good. <clears throat> Heading into Friday. We got music coming out tomorrow. Yes, sir. Um, like you said, Easter, you got Easter plans? Of course. We got the regular Easter Sunday church, Easter dinner. Yeah. Things like that. I don't think I have super duper plans that are going to take up the entire day, but from morning to right mid afternoon, I'm going to be on family Easter duty type shit. Yeah, of course. My nephew will probably find some Easter scavenger hunt type <laughs> shit for him to get into. Yeah. But other than that, no. Where the fuck did the Easter, like, where did it become less of like Jesus dying on the cross and <clears throat> resurrecting and more yeah. of like bunnies and chocolate and shit? And baskets and scavenger hunts. I mean, wasn't it always like that? Even when we was growing up, was it not like that? No, it was always like that. I just wanted to win the switch when did hit. That happen? I mean, yeah, I don't know. Who knows? I just feel like with every holiday, of course, we have to commercialize a little bit, make a little bread. This is the one that makes absolutely no sense to me. Like Christmas, we can get towards the like the celebrating. So of course, gifts are exchanged in this celebration. Um, we can get to Thanksgiving and the purpose of that and how we we uh we eat on that day. How the fuck did we get this bunny from here? I couldn't call it, man. I couldn't tell you. Chocolate. We the same age. Where did the eggs come from? Yeah, I don't know. Painting them, <laughs> boiling them, oven. Yeah. Did you enjoy that as a kid? No. No. Why not? I don't know what it is about this to me, and I'm I'm religious, so I don't mean this. Uh, I don't mean this at all on the religious side. Everything about Easter celebration fucking sucked to me growing up. Like it all sucked. The egg hunts sucked. Maybe because I never won. I was always at my my grandma on my dad's side in my cousin's house. A hundred of those fucking cousins I had. I never won the hunt. <laughs> The painting was always just so fucking... It was not for me. I don't know what it was about it. I don't know if it's the colors. I don't fuck with the colors. Damn. Like the the purples and greens and yellows of spring and Easter. I don't fuck with it. <laughs> Everything outside of Jesus resurrecting, I don't fuck with about Easter. Okay. I feel you. It sounds so crazy, and this might be a weird thing to say, but as a child, there were certain events, places, people, and things that you would do like and like you kind of just felt like naked the entire time. Easter Sunday, I felt naked on those days. I don't know why. I fucking hated those days. And my parents would always put me in this big ass 2006 ass suit <laughs> all the way to church. So I looked like the pastor when I walked in. Why the fuck did y'all do that? You ever had an all white one? No, they were always black, and I had some weird gold fucking tie. 
I got a ball fade the day before. <laughs> of course. Oh my god. That's another reason why y'all made me feel naked. I didn't look like me on that day. Mm. Okay. Y'all dressed me up like TD Jakes. <laughs> Jeez, man. Yeah, I'm sorry. I have I strong opinions on, on yeah. Easter, especially no. growing up. Oh, now and then, huh? Absolutely. Yeah. And it's to the point where this is therapy low-key because I didn't even realize I hated Easter until you said that. I fucking hate Easter. Outside of Jesus' like resurrection. I love Resurrection Sunday. Um, but Easter, fucking hate it. <laughs> the fuck is the point of an Easter basket? Somebody tell me why the fuck those kids need Easter baskets. And what are the name of those little marshmallow ducks or birds? Uh, it started with like, uh, dang, man, why you do that? Get those things the <laughs> fuck away from me. They're disgusting. Puffs? What are they? Puffs? Peeps. Peeps. <laughs> Get those nasty fucking frosted, not flavored ass marshmallows Away from me. <laughs> I want nothing to do with them. Pez. That's when everybody. Why do the Easter baskets come with Pez? The little head thing that has the, the candy inside. Yeah, yeah. All right. I'm getting angry. I'll, I'll I'm just letting you have it, man. I'm getting tight over here. I feel it. Niggas would have uh, bike helmets and shit inside. <laughs> <laughs> bike helmets? Nah, man. You really tripping. You ain't never had a hunt in, uh, with some money in, in the Easter eggs? Come on now. Kari, if you don't remember <laughs> three or four minutes prior, I never won. <laughs> I mean, you... Nah, I you, got to watch my cousins no do eggs. shit like that. You got no eggs? like My no, shit didn't have the money in it. I'm just saying, you <laughs> you make it seem like you got no eggs at all. See, now you got me about to talk about my... F no, the winner probably had money in their shit or, like, okay. towards the end. Yeah. But, no, like, if I found some shit, fuck around, like, fruit <laughs> snacks in it or something. Like, well, I don't want this shit, dog. <laughs> okay. You Did you have fun on Easter? You had good Easters as a child growing up? Yeah, I never really had a problem with Easter. Carl, was damn near the only child. He probably got two Easter baskets. Nah, I just really remember just going to church. I don't have too many... Um, Easter egg hunts. Of course, I did do it, but it wasn't something that I just had to do or look forward to. I remember getting to the point where, like, I really didn't care to do that no more. But what I always remember was going to church at the end of the dinner after. You know what I'm saying? Like, as soon as you leave church, we probably going somewhere crazy, getting full, and then just heading back to the crib. But nah. damn, I hate Easter. <laughs> I'm like, man, like, I don't have no. Man, no bad memories. I am of looking back right now. I probably used to get my ass whooped on Easter too. Man, I hate Easter. I got the Easter KDs. He did get the Easter KDs. If, if you a, remember, I'm a real fan man. Of I was so fucking stupid growing up. <laughs> What's up, Corey? The same Sunday we got we got the Easter KDs on the exact same day. Do you not remember I went back up to Foot Locker and traded mine in for a pair of King Griffies <laughs> for a pair of Griffies, bro? Idiot. I know, bro. <laughs> That's crazy. Who the fuck? I made really dumb moves. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, for sure. You made a lot of dumb moves. I traded <laughs> when it came to the shoes. my KDs in for a pair of Griffies. Yeah. There was a point in time, I think in ninth or 10th grade, I wear a size 10 shoe, 10 and a half at the most. I wanted a pair of Gucci ones <laughs> the day they dropped. <laughs> I woke up a little too late. I missed drop day, so I came in late. They were like, no, nah, we only got these 11 and a half. <laughs> I'll take them. 
So I booted my feet up oh my goodness, with, man. I think, about six or seven pairs of socks yep. just so I could fit into these shoes and wear them. I looked like La Cienega Boulevard ass pulling up. <laughs> I just want to let y'all know, when he came to school <laughs> with these Gucci ones on, that was fresh. You know, we was really on the kick, so we had... We knew when all the releases was coming. Yeah, out. yeah, yeah. So everybody knew what to expect. We knew what they looked like. But on feet is a whole different story. I was the only one that wanted them too. Of course. And you mentioned you had got them. So, but on feet is <laughs> a whole different view, a whole different story. So of course we correct. Waiting, we waiting for you to walk up to pull up. You know what I'm saying? We not knowing at the time that you didn't get a shoe that wasn't your size, right? But anyways, I remember. <laughs> I remember when you walking up. <laughs> And I see the motherfucking crease <laughs> that you put in the toe of that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over the weekend. <laughs> Dog. And then I remember you you either showed us or you just told us. I don't remember if you showed us the socks <laughs> or if you just ended up telling us. But whenever I found out, bro, I must have got on your ass. Like By 2 p.m. I had no circulation. Oh, yeah, that's what it was, bro. <laughs> you was like, my feet hurt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. By 2 p.m., I couldn't feel my feet. But no, nah, I swear that I, I remember that. And then the crazy thing about it, again, you end up selling them hoes to somebody who actually wore that size. So it was just like, bro, it was no point. <laughs> it was no point. But yeah, them Easter KDs. Man. I was really trying to say this about like the shoe, mm-hmm. but you really just got like went in on me. I mean, I know I, this was about me making not smart decisions. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have did that. But you ended in saying like it made no sense. Damn. I wanted to rock them shoes, man. That's what Sensei made. They ain't have a 10, man. Man, but you look you look flicked. Yinker. Um, what grade was that? That might have been 10th or 11th grade. It might have been 11th grade. If it was 11th grade, I did not care. We was we was we was all right at that point to where I could wear those. <laughs> and we were in the era where there were a lot of fake shoes going around. So as long as your shoes were real, like I really didn't care. I lost my circulation over it, though. <laughs> you know, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. Sometimes it's the price you pay. Sometimes it's the price you pay. Beauty hurts, man. Just kidding. Um, <clears throat> do we have somewhere we were going before, or do you want to get want to jump to the music? Uh, I didn't even get to talk about <laughs> my week. We've been. Oh, did we? Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Look, look, at, look at me being <laughs> selfish, man. But no, no, I'm, no, fuck it. Let's go into the music. <laughs> fuck your week. <laughs> <laughs> nah, my bad, bro. No, that's funny. Nah, Go ahead. It ain't nothing too extravagant that didn't happen, man. You know, just dealing with the crib, finishing up, getting remodeled my bathroom. But outside of that, man, I've had a good week overall. I've been chilling. Wait, I feel good. You stopped me for that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, fuck this nigga's week, y'all. <laughs> nah, I'm just playing, man. Um, That's crazy. But good. nah, my Easter plans, I'm probably just going to pull up on my people. I know for sure. Are you doing are you doing churches this year? Probably not. Okay. Probably not, man. You hate the Lord? <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Do you? Nah, man. I'm going to church. <laughs> nah, niggas never want to get hit with questions like that. That shit caught was, him off guard. I was, all right. I was like, damn, let me be honest. Yeah, bro. yeah. If you hate the Lord, you can say that. <laughs> it ain't even that. The Lord over my heart is we talk Fucking every day. Atheist. <laughs> we talk every day. And that's no shot to the atheist. So I'm just, <laughs> just not finding out Kari's atheist. No, no, no. Kari said some wild shit. I forgot what it was. Kari oh said in college. <laughs> oh, it was some of the wildest shit, but we made fun of it for years. What mm-hmm. was it? I don't know. Ah, he fucking knows, bro. I really don't. 
Nah, I can I can tell by the look on Cardi's face he knows. Nah, because I used to hate that shit. That's why I'm looking like this, because I don't want you to remember. Niggas used to act like I ain't believe in God. Like that's, <laughs> that's not funny to me. <laughs> it was so funny though. It was it was something like Kari denounced Christianity or some shit like that. <laughs> Never. I can't remember what it was, yeah. but um it was really just a joke, but we ran with it forever. That's too damn bad. You act like I can't get to the source and remember the joke because the source remembers the joke. Get to the source. All right, guys, we're about to make a phone call. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. We're not going to make this phone call live. We'll make it a uh, post-production. <clears throat> Let's get into the music. Are you ready to just roll into the pod, Kari? Let's do it. All right. We got an album that dropped midweek, a Tuesday drop album, Currency and Jermaine Dupree. We've been talking about how their album for Motivational Use Only Volume 1 has been on the way. They had a single come out. The album is finally out. I think, what is it, seven songs? Yep. Um, it's a real short listen, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was good to hear Jermaine Dupree step back into the hip-hop realm. We even got a verse from him on the album. The cover art looks amazing. I think the features were dope. Um, I'm trying to think. T.I.'s on the album. Yeah, T.I. and 2 Chainz. Two, I was going to say 2 Chainz is on the album. <clears throat> I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. The songs were, they were hidden for me. You want to talk about it? Yeah, I agree. Of course, man. I love Spitter. All I right. love Spitter, man. Come on now, but. Kari loves what? Um, flexing that he might have a relationship with an artist. So, um, <laughs> Just because I call him a name that everybody call him? Like, damn, bro. Call him Currency. My fault. Spit, spit, spit! I remember when I met Dreddy. <laughs> <laughs> he called that nigga Andretti. Andretti. I, remember, I remember when I met Dreddy. Nah, man, Spitter, man, currency. But nah, I feel the same about this project. Very short and concise, but the song selection and they they put Volume One on this. I want to talk about this as well. I don't know. Oh yeah, you said you, you know what that means? Volume One. That means we're getting more. You know what I mean? But anyways, these songs were great, man. I really enjoyed this. It was jamming. It was jamming, especially that two chains feature. Here he fucking goes. It was jamming, but no, I really enjoyed this project, man. It's a good little quick listen, only twenty minutes. You should definitely check that out. It's it's just feel good music. Currency has that that flow that we talk about. We um, he gets compared to like Larry June, Dom Kennedy, just like that underground. It's very much feel flow. good music. It's very smooth, very player, very honest rap. That's what I enjoy about Currency. Once again, guys like Larry Don, man, these niggas really rap about shit that they are really doing and really living. You can tell when the nigga really doing the shit that he's saying in his bars. A lot of niggas just be saying shit to sound good. Currency's not one of those guys, so I always enjoy listening to him. And I was just having this conversation, and I mean this in the same realm with Currency, which is why I'm bringing it up. I was talking to you about Action Bronson and... Same thing with Dom Kennedy, same thing with Larry June, same thing even with like a West Side Gun. I've gotten to the point nowadays where the music doesn't have to be about drilling or killing somebody, selling dope or fucking things like that. All of the artists that I named, including Currency, they really just thrive off of talking about their life, the things that they do on an everyday basis and the things that they fuck with, whether it's the clean clothes they wear, the clothes, uh, I'm sorry, the the food they ate that night, they just make the shit sound player and they're Mm -hmm. really good at doing that. Mm -hmm. And I'm fucking with that nowadays. You don't have to be talking about something hard for me to fuck with it. As long as you are 
<clears throat> putting out the best rap, talking about with what you fuck with, do that. Oh my gosh, man. Of course. No, that's that's my favorite type of music as well. Like right now, or favorite type of rap right now. They're fitting into their own boxes. Exactly. Niggas just being themselves, man. Like you said, you, you explained it perfectly. This is everyday shit. Like this is from niggas waking up to when they go to bed at night. You know what I'm saying? They putting that into verses, into tracks, into projects. So of course, yeah, that I, I feel the same way. That's why I enjoy it so much, man. Especially somebody like like Spitter. Like you don't have to be somebody that you're not. These niggas are making shit on. I woke up this morning. I put my robe on. I made turkey eggs and, and cheese and shit. <laughs> but they make the shit sound so fucking player that yeah. you gotta listen to it. Then they turn the shit into a Versace fucking robe. Yeah. The ricotta cheese, fucking uh, <laughs> sourdough bread, toasted. <laughs> like, toasted. Fucking West Side. They, they toasted the bread lightly. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Come on now. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> but you got to enjoy shit like that. I really fuck with the tape. If you haven't heard this, it's called uh, For Motivational Uses Only, Volume 1. Of course, like Kari said, expect another one on the way but yeah. go check that out man yeah man shout out to jd i'm sorry let me just get that absolutely jd really show like you mentioned man i'm not just on the r&b side and i know i've been doing this for 30 years but i'm still i still got it you know and this is just the beginning because he's he popping it. out with usher this year you need that confession he's just getting warmed up he's just getting his feet wet again man come on jd let's do it <clears throat> do you have favorites from this i know off the lot has to be my favorite already um, my second has to be probably Never Fall Off and then Fortune 500. But I talked to you in pre-production as well about T.I.'s verse. He had a verse on this. He had a verse on Drama's album. Mm -hmm. He popping out. I'm fucking with T.I. right now. Yeah. Um, T.I.'s probably going to drop something this year. More than likely. Yeah. He's starting to warm up. But I like the intro. So, so Jets. Same. That was one of my favorites. Fortune 500 as well, and then number five, Screens Falling. It was cool, but yeah, a nice listen, man. Check it out. Absolutely. Uh, let's go ahead and move on to things that are dropping this week. <clears throat> Ray Shrimmer's Shrimp for Life or Shrimp Life 4. You know it as Shrimp Life 4, <laughs> but it's called Shrimp for Life. Yes. That means it'll probably be the last installment of the shrimp shit. Shrimp shit. They've been going since 2013 or 14, so it's about time they wrap this era up. And it's headed out tomorrow. What are we expecting, Corey? No idea. No idea what to expect. I know we kind of talked about this on the previous episode, but I'm really just um, I'm, I'm just gonna have to see when this gets here. We'll see what it is. I don't know what to expect with this man. Man, hopefully they just fucking kill us. Now that uh, that's what I want. That lean's gone cold song. I can't wait for that. Of course, that's getting downloaded immediately. Of course, and because I love Ray Shrimmer so much, and I also don't think we have too many other albums that are dropping <clears throat> this is getting played first this is the first thing that's getting played at we're in texas so 11 p.m on thursday night moving in or tonight moving into tomorrow i'm playing shrimp for life first please god let this be a winner <laughs> because the thing is i really trust slim jimmy and i trust sway lee so I know the music's not going to be bad. They just didn't have a hit to make it pop out. But this might be the type of album that once you listen to it, it's really B-side heavy mm. and it's crazy melodic and it's good. Because when when they jump into their feelings and how they feel about a girl, they get the job done. 
When have they never, I mean, besides Shrimp 3, but that's because they did the speaker box Love Below type shit and gave us solo albums on top of each other. Other than that, with Shrimp Life, Shrimp Life 2, they've given us what we wanted. And with Black Beatles on Shrimp Life 2, I don't even think that was a hit single until that, um, what is it, the Mannequin Challenge, until that shit started. So... Maybe they have a TikTok hit off of the album and it blows. Yeah, you say you think it's gonna be the Eminem song, remember? Sample. Yeah, I just hope it's not disappointing. Please God, don't let it be disappointing. <laughs> there you go. I trust Swaley. <clears throat> well, we can move on. Lil Yachty, we got a new single dropping tomorrow. It's called Strike. Uh the the other name for it will be called Holster. Because yes. everybody's seen it on social media. Yes, they've man. heard it. This uh, song is uh, highly anticipated, right here. Yeah, they've heard the snippet of Holster. It sounds crazy amazing. This is another song that Yachty talked about. He didn't have plans on dropping, mm-hmm. but of course, when the snippet blows up and the people start fiending for it, you got to drop it. He did the same thing with Poland, and it turned into a fucking hit. Yeah, absolutely changed his whole career around. Yeah, know? it. That that was the tipping point because as it pertains to Buzz, Lil Yachty had pretty much completely died down. And then Poland started going around and it just took him completely back up. It steamed for his album. Then his album dropped. Album was amazing. Now he's back on a roll. He's had interview after interview telling people about his new style, the way he's moving. But another rap leak dropped. Holster is dropping tomorrow, Kari. You've been playing the fucking snippet all pre-production, so now it's annoying. <laughs> Chill out, man. I didn't even play it that many times. You're a fucking liar. How many times I play it? At least 12 or 13 until no you sent it to way. me, and then when I wouldn't play it over the earphones, you said it like nine or ten more times. I did not play it that many times. I, I literally told you not to send it to me, <laughs> no, and you still sent it. sent it. And then after you sent it against like my wishes, mm. you asked me if I was going to play it aloud again. <laughs> Signaling, I knew Kari wanted me to play it, uh-huh. so I just played it. Really? For the 14th time. Why you didn't tell me that before we cut the mics off? <laughs> I did, Kari. You did? You asked me about five or six or seven times, like, if oh, you want me to send You sure you don't want me to send it? No, Kari. <laughs> I can go find I can find it on my own. Nah, bro, I'll send it. <laughs> I already had it up. It's like, on Twitter. Kari, I got it, man. I already had it up, man. I'm just trying to save you a step. So clearly, Kari's already fucking obsessed with this song. I mean, nigga, I just wanted to hear it just so I had a good feel of what what to expect so I can pod about it. We've been hearing about the song for weeks. Yeah, and I heard it before, but I had to get fresh on it. I didn't play it 12 times, though. That's crazy, man. You exaggerate. I am 150% not exaggerating. For sure, man. Whatever. Played it at least 12 times. Well, yes, I am excited to hear this song. I think it's important for both. Yachty, there I go saying the, a nickname again. <laughs> like I know and, him. And before you move on, if anybody has a friend <clears throat> oh <my God. laughs> that they've recorded a story for Snapchat or for Instagram and they picked the song already, but they haven't picked the filter they want to use. So the song just keeps playing fucking over and over and over and over and over until they pick it. That's what Kari was doing with this fucking song. He probably played so many times, he didn't even know it was still on anymore. <laughs> probably, because I don't remember. Yeah, but go on. I'm sorry. I just had to get that out before you moved on. <clears throat> nah, so I was just saying for, for Lil Yachty, 
for the progression that he's on right now with his career, like you mentioned, you know, developing this new sound. He's really had a rebirth to his career. Yes. This song also, even though it's going to be more rap, this is important to Yachty because it's rap, don't get me wrong, but this has that that type of sound where, you know how I say yeet, you really don't have an explanation or you can't really describe what his music is. Right. Yachty kind of sounds like that with this song. It's just like he's rapping, but he changes the flow. There's so many different beats going on in the song. But to me, like I said, I just think this is important for him because he's really headed up a path where Yachty's going to be respected as one of those guys. I'm trying to Absolutely. tell you all. So, you know, we talk about. Absolutely. We just finished talking about Tyler, the creator. We need to start talking about Lil Yachty in that conversation. And the only reason why I'm saying that. Is they go hand in hand. Because, bro. The sound of music, where things are going, it's, it fits everything that Yachty is doing. That's why, like you mentioned, he drops the alternative album. He does all these interviews about the album, telling you how this is all I'm going to do. The, the shit, the nigga even said the shit that I did in the past, fuck it. I'm on this new this new wave, you know? So, nah, man. Yeah, I, I'm excited for this song. Do you, do you in whole believe that? Because... Believe what? That he's done with the rap rap and that he's only no. going alternative because I, I was going to say even outside of holster we have another snippet that you were playing in pre-production mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. that's rap too and that even speaks to the point that you had about him creating his own sound with the way he vibratos his voice with the word holster you can hear him in the background of the next snippet kind of doing the exact same thing mm-hmm. He's really almost creating his own style of hum on some Don Tolliver, Kid Cudi type shit. Look, I'm not even lying to you. Poland, right? The song, like we said, that kind of really woke things back up for him. The wah. That's called that, vibrato, guys. I was about to say, but I was about to even say, nigga, that's opera. Head ass. <laughs> that shit sound like opera, bro. <laughs> yeah, like the, the actual like music term would be yeah. called like vibrato. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. But... um. Real shit. He's creating his own sound. His own sound yeah. doing just that. It's nice. But can we also back up because we got a preview from Offset who will be releasing some new music soon for a song that he's gonna be dropping. <clears throat> Yeet, because you mentioned him two or three minutes ago. He came on the scene two or three years ago. This nigga's already completely influencing the game. If you listen to Quavo's track that just came out last week, it's got Yeet written all over the beat, all over the the lyrics, the sound of it. There was just a snippet that came out of Offset's. Yeet is all over that sound. If we even think about the way Lil Yachty is moving with the hip-hop version of music that he's making, it is all the style of Yeet. Whatever Yeet style is, because we haven't put our finger or a name on what that is that he's doing with the culture right now or with hip hop, everybody is taking to it. I wouldn't be surprised if you hear music like Yeet on the next Drake album. That'd be crazy. Everybody's fucking with this, Corey. Because it sounds amazing. And they know that that's the new sound. Like outside of the alternative thing, there's always like a street. And a commercial side of of rap, the alternative shits was was going commercial right now. But the other side, it's got to be that new 
abrasive, electric type of music. Of course, we're always going to have streets. Always going to have streets. That's the pit of rap. That's the heart of it. But um, Yeet has his own subgenre of hip-hop locked down so much so that niggas are biting it. I just, I just, I just wanted to put that in there. <laughs> I can't say yeah, I really, shit. I really don't have say that. something, nigga. <laughs> well, I have nothing to say about it, man. But the uh, the Offset song is called "Too Upset," I believe. Is that the name of it? Yeah. Did you did you want to talk about it? I mean, you brought it up. Did you want to talk about it? Let's talk about it. How do you feel? Offset's been dying to drop some music. He said that he's been blocked from dropping it from QC. That don't need to be number one when it's coming out. Mm-hmm. Five, four, three, two, one. Cool. That was all right. Cold. Remember that one? He ain't wowed me yet. I'm not going to lie. Really? That video, very well done. Outfit's amazing. Yeah, he was like a Power Ranger. The hair, style was great. The camera view, the uh, the quality, top tier. I need more than that. His back is against the wall. Like, I need, I need a performance. Like, like Mike when he moonwalk. Yes, I mean just like Mike when he moonwalk. <laughs> I need Beyonce crazy in love. Mm. This nigga need. Yeah, you are you are absolutely right, Kari. He needs to be moonwalking. Offset has to do something. I need Crimea River. Um, future sex love sounds. I'm thinking of every nigga that's ever branched out from a group. I need Harry's house. Every great project from him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure. Who else? Who else left the group? Who else left the group? Fuck, fuck, fuck. I need, I need uh fuck, what was the name of Bobby's album? Bobby's album. Fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> don't be cruel. Ah, there it is, guys. I need don't be fucking cruel. That song he just put out? No. Yeah. It's, uh, like I said with Quavo, disappointing. But the thing is, and I, I told you- Quavo's back ain't on the wall. I told you in pre-production how I felt about it, so I'm going to explain it the same way to the pod. So the first time I heard it myself, I was like, okay, it's cool. You know, just one time I went on about my day. I talked to you. You like, man, that shit trash. I'm like, all right, bet. Let me just go back and play it one more time. You know what I'm saying? Like, let me just make sure. And when you played it again, you heard everything I was talking about? Yeah. Second time around, I heard it. And I'm like, damn. That's trash, right? I was like, Sid really not saying nothing. You know what I mean? Like, he just, it's just, he just kind of repeating himself. So I was like, all right, let me play it one more time. I played it three times, pod three times, right? On the third listen, I said, damn, this shit trash. I didn't like it, man, but. What I will say, the snippet that we heard from Seth, he posted it himself on Instagram, is short. It really is maybe only the course or the bridge of the song. There's no verse. So hopefully when we get the full song, maybe he wows me with a verse. You know, I'm just trying to bring some some love to the song here, but nah. Kari sent the video. I said, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. Kari sent the video. I said, and verses better hit, because this don't. <laughs> See, same it lo- shit. I said, it looks good, though. Yeah, same shit. His video's always crazy. So you was really talking about this video earlier, right? When you was talking about the video, or were you talking about a different one? I was talking about this video. Okay, I was I'm saying talking, it looked good. I was talking about a different one, but same shit. You know what I'm saying? Hair looked good. Yeah. The video quality is amazing. Outfits, great. 
whoever shot this did an incredible job. Yeah, yeah. But who recorded this offset? I don't know, man. Let's let's wow us. Let's wow us. Yeah. We'll see. <clears throat> we got one more track that we need to talk about coming out towards the end of this week. NBA Young Boys got a Nicki Minaj feature on the way. It's called What the Fuck. Dropping tomorrow. This has a snippet out as well. Everybody just keep doing the snippets, man. But there's like a 15, 20 second snippet of this song that I heard. It's part of Young Boys verse. I'm not excited to really hear this song. I'm going to be honest with you. I love both of these artists, YB and Nicki Minaj. But from what I've heard, I don't think I'm going to like the song. But on top of that, like that really just ain't a connection that I just get excited about anyways you know but they have a song that they dropped a couple years ago together really what's the name of it? you remember i can't remember but if you if you remember they did that music video that almost resembled like janet and michael like when they did the screen video they were dressed up almost like spaceship type vibes i don't know if i remember i don't know if i remember okay but regardless if the song sounds good of course i'll give big ups it's just not something that i'm like jumping to the phone to play like i want to hear that yachty first i want to hear that ray Shrummer, like we said first. they actually got a couple songs together um you remember what that speed about it was mike will made it Nicki minaj uh nba young boy and on the last album my i got a family they have a song called i admit together so i remember the one on his project my i got a family because Nicki did snap that verse but the other one no i remember that one you don't remember this what that music video i don't okay I don't, I don't. It was a really big deal back then. <clears throat> but like you said, I don't know if it has to do with there just not being a whole lot of steam behind Nicki Minaj right now or a whole lot of talk behind NBA Youngboy's album. I wouldn't say I'm super duper excited for this dropping this week. And it's probably just because there's not enough push for it. But like, there's not enough push for these two artists at the moment for me to be excited about it because even if this song drops and it's great, okay, where are we going from this? I know we have NBA Youngboy's album dropping next week, but it hasn't it hasn't pushed enough steam for me to be anticipating this. All right. And I'm not really that gone over the track dropping this weekend. So if it's great, it's great, but I'm not really just waiting on it. Mm-hmm. Same. Shout out to both of them though. I'm a y'all already know I'm a huge fucking Nicki fan. And I'm a huge YB fan. So I'll be listening for the track, but I'm not just dying over it this weekend. Hopefully it's good though. Yeah. Because I need good music from both of them moving forward. <clears throat> where are we at with the next? Are we still in music or are we gonna move on to news? Let's move on to news, man. All right, where are we at with it, Corey? Well, we got our first Dreamville Fest. So you remember on the last episode, it was uh, day one. We were, Well, day one had already passed. We were, were recording on day two. Yeah, we were waiting Sunday. on Drake to pull up. You know, yeah, we Drake. had already saw the Usher night. Right, right. Usher killed it. But yes, yeah, so we were waiting on day two to see Drake and J. Cole kill the stage, man. So were you able to watch it? I was not able to watch it, but oh. I saw a lot of it after. I saw Drake. I saw Lil uh, Wayne come out. Man. Um, there were hella guests on that Yo. stage. Yeah, it looked like an incredible time. It was it looked like a, a damn near uh, an emotional moment Yo. for Drake and Lil Wayne out there. It was like, no, I'm not going to lie to you. Day two was was special. Okay. Day two was special. So, of course, J. Cole comes out first. You know, he rocks the stage. Drake comes out, rocks the stage. But what Drake did was something that 
I don't know if I've ever seen done at a festival. Maybe, maybe not. But he took some time to acknowledge everybody else. So he brought out Glorilla. I forgot he did bring out Glorilla. He brought out Lil Uzi, who you know is going to kill the stage. I didn't see Uzi come out. Bro, he performed I Want to Rock. You already know what Uzi does to a crowd. Uzi has some of the best crowd control I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, he can command a crowd. Bro, my entire life. So anyways, he performed that song. You know what that does. Then, like you mentioned, he brings out Lil Wayne. Okay. There's a whole emotional moment there, of course. He brings out 21 Savage. 21 Savage comes out. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I I didn't see 21 uh, either. Man, I hope I'm not missing anybody else. But anyway, it was just, it was crazy. It was crazy, man. So many people were there. It looks 50, like- 50,000. And I saw 50, a bird's 000. eye view picture. picture. It looked yeah. insane. It just looked like a great time. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, even though I've always said festivals this, festivals that, how I feel. Like, it was a lot of fucking people. I would have been uncomfortable for sure. But Yeah, another 50,000 in the air might have got Travis Scottish. Facts. But the show, <laughs> the show overall was great, man. That's something- we may not ever get to experience again. I don't think they can ever have a lineup. Oh, like bullshit. They, bro, that lineup was crazy. What you mean? There's going to be a Dreamville Fest next year, and I bet you they top it. I mean, I would hope, but it's going to be really hard. He's going to need Chris Brown for day one. Um, He's going to need Kendrick for shit show. He need Kendrick or Frank Ocean. You're not getting Frank. You're not getting Frank. Um, Dreamville's getting respect. The festival's getting respect. No, nah, but you. I'm just talking about the fact that Frank don't pop out for nobody. He this nigga drops albums and don't go on tour. <laughs> but Kendrick would do it. Yeah, I think Kendrick may be the one next year to me. Do but you, do you get the Kendrick Cole album with it, Corey? Shut up, dude. <laughs> Never getting that album ever. I let that shit go probably. What's this? 2023. I let that shit go in 2014. I was about to say high school. Yeah, I swear I was about to say in high school I let that go. I I say probably 20, 2015 for me because if you remember that's the year where they hopped on each other's song. They did like the Black Friday thing. Cole did a freestyle on a Kendrick beat. Kendrick did a freestyle on Cole's beat. So I think that was Black Friday twenty fifteen. If I'm not mistaken, I think it was twenty fourteen. It may have been twenty fourteen. I was about to say it was twenty fourteen. That was the last time where I was like, oh shit, you know maybe, but nigga. We're not getting that project, man. This is why I told you 2014 was the last year I thought about that shit for reasons like that. Mm-hmm. Um, no, nah, it just went out the window. It became something that they, they, I think they mentioned it one time mm-hmm. and the fans went berserk. We went berserk. We waited on it ever since. And then they got asked about it forever and they were like, okay, when we have time in between our albums, we'll make the time to get that done. But they got too big. They got too big to the point where they had obligations. I have to drop this year. And the moment one was done dropping and they could take some time to relax, it was the other's time to to drop their solo project. They were so big that they had to drop different times and not work with each other because there's no way they could drop together. Right. So, yeah, just like you mentioned at the at the start when they weren't as big, the whole thing was like, you know, when we when we finally get some time where we both not working, we'll do this shit. <laughs> year after year, right after each other, bro, they would always come, bro. It never was a time where the other one wasn't working. And it's still like that the same way, even though they don't drop as, you know, close like they maybe did before. Nah, they hate each other's beef. Nah, it ain't beef between them. I'm starting that shit right now. Nah, bro. Not, I'm starting it, I'm starting it right now, Corey, and I'm instigating that shit. Nah, I can't let you do that one. I Kendrick Cole called you one. pussy, nigga, and he said <laughs> you're not going to pull up on him. Chill out. My bad, bro. 
We gotta we gotta spice this game up some. By <laughs> starting rumors. Yeah, let's create a narrative. Like, fuck it. Mm-hmm. By the time we mm-hmm. come back for the Monday part, like I'm gonna have like a clear narrative on some rappers, like and I'm I'm gonna push it. Okay. Yeah. But it's gonna like fall in line just well enough to where I can push it and make some some actual like movement off of it. Mm. It's cool. Okay. Don't worry about it, bro. We had it to the top. <laughs> hey, okay. We'll have dad's blood soon. <laughs> chill out, man. Again. Chill out, chill out, chill out. But no, the Dreamville Fest, like I said, once again, man, it was an amazing show. 50,000 people. Shout out to the whole Dreamville team putting that together. It's crazy. Like, these niggas really have a, a staple, like, festival now, bro. And it's only getting bigger each year. Why did they not send you tickets down? <laughs> Why are you playing me on the pod, yo? No, I mean like <laughs> this nigga. This nigga is Dreamville. Like you didn't hit Eve and was like, damn, like I didn't, nah, I didn't get my tickets. You know me, I don't really like bothering people and shit. You know. Okay. And I like, really just keep it P. I keep it player, bro. I be chilling. Yeah, and like if you got the Eve contact, like you can't, you can't use the Eve call, like yeah, bro. begging for the ticket. Like, yeah, I'm not like that. Come Imagine on. calling like begging for the ticket. Something, you, something I would never do. If you get the ticket, you get the ticket, but Facts. you can't call and ask for it. Thanks. Like, hey, I was just. Hey, just I just hey, if you got anything, let me be the first one you think about. All right. Yeah, I'm in Raleigh for the day. <laughs> I'm in Raleigh for the day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm what? in. I'm in Durham, nigga. Nigga, I live in Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm. What you doing in Raleigh for the day? Strolling around. <laughs> yeah, I've been here since yesterday. I'm out here on business. No, you're not. Yeah, nigga. yeah, yeah. Niggas not on business. What y'all up to? <laughs> just, just hoping niggas is like, oh, we at Dreamville. For, if you want to pop out, you know where the fuck them niggas is at, facts, man. Facts. I know niggas like that. I do too. <laughs> for real, for real. I'm really just in the city chilling for the day. What y'all doing? Oh man, we out here at the event. You wanna you wanna pop out with man. us? Man, I was gonna be busy today, but shit, I'll roll with y'all. Facts. Niggas ain't got nothing to do. Hate you niggas, man. Oh, they ain't got nothing to do. So moral of the story, you didn't hit E. Why you ain't just hit Cole? Off the strength. <laughs> Man, Cole, you know, he be busy, man. Yeah, he yeah, he he was about to get on stage. I was about to say he was actually doing rehearsals. Okay. When I uh sound check type shit. Yeah, you know, and I really just didn't wanna wanna mess with bro. He he's at the end, he's closing. I had to make sure he was locked in. You feel me? Next time hit Omen, he ain't doing nothing. <laughs> Omen was on stage, man. Man, they had that nigga Omen working the front door. <laughs> he was scared of tickets. Yeah, yeah, bro. He was he was patting niggas down. That <laughs> niggas did <down> t- <laughs> Omen. <laughs> Omen at the Dude. front patting niggas down is fucking crazy, bro. Omen. I'm sorry, man. Nah, Omen was on the stage, though. He rocked it. <laughs> he was? Yeah, I believe he performed day one. What is day one? On day one. Oh, okay. Would he do <laughs> Elephant Eyes? Probably. But he dropping this year. You remember? I sent you a post. He said he got an album coming this year. We, we finally getting that new Omen. Correct. Yeah, Omen performed on day one. I bet you a thousand dollars they shelved that album. Nah, man, it's coming this year for real. Hey, where's Omen? Look, there he's right there. I bet you forty five thousand dollars they they shelved <laughs> <laughs> they shelved that album. Sorry. Nah, man, we'll see. Speaking of that money, Corey, shout out Omen. Wu Tang, did you finish the first season of Wu Tang? I didn't, bro. I give your money as soon as we finish potting. That is fucking crazy, yeah, bro. bro. I almost did. No lie. I got I got like a few episodes left for the first season, but the thing about it is, Corey. Huh? <laughs> he said, huh? 
The thing about it is, a few pods ago, like you came in here, yeah, and you told not only me the pod, but the entire <laughs> pod, the pod that you have already completed the first season. Yeah, yeah, a lot. <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't sound like no hoe. But I knew, look, the thing is. Why I, lie? I knew I was going to finish, bro. But then I got busy. And I was like, fuck. It got to April and you just a fucking fool. Yo. Damn. That's crazy. <laughs> My fault, I'm bro. I'm a bitch ass nigga. My fault, bro. No, 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 no. Yeah, bro. I got you, though. Don't worry about it. <laughs> What's wrong with bro? Don't worry about it, man. Bro, what was wrong with bro? Yeah, bro. Life. Life. You know, caught up kicking nigga in the ass. Okay. Yeah. We good though. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> like damn. Now that we've established he hasn't seen Wu Tang. Yeah. And we've been trying to get Kari to watch it for the better half of two years. Um let's move into news. Are we ready? To, I mean, we're already in news. We're ready to move past Dreamville. Yeah. All right. Uh the double XL freshman class vote lists are starting to come out. Yeah. Who do you want to vote for? This guy, that guy. Do you have prospects for this year? Yeah, I got one, but let me ask you a question. Got to be Yeet. Is Yeet on there? I don't know. Now the list is not out yet. This is just the votes, I think. But okay, so but I was just saying like people were saying this is just the voting for the last spot, like the tenth spot. Yeah, you don't know how the Have the double XL list goes. Yeah, it's really fucking annoying. Okay, that's what that's, I'm saying. That's what XXL does to boost the promotion of the list coming out. Mm. They basically give any rapper with a voice. A chance to get that tenth spot. Now, of course, it's not going to go to someone that's not notable or has no notoriety, or they're not smoking shit out here. It's going to somebody that's really killing the game. But they pretty much have nine set in stone. They want not only rappers, entertainers, but the people to vote on who the tenth spot is. Makes so, sense. yeah, Makes and that, that tenth person will get it. I just guess this. I never paid attention to that in the past. Oh, it happens every single year. I guess, yeah. I just didn't pay attention. But have you been seeing like a lot of a I lot have, of people? I have. That's why. Who who have you been saying like under comments that people are picking? So no, I've seen people like promoting themselves. Okay, artists promoting themselves. That's what I've seen. I haven't really seen people commenting, but there's one artist specifically, Jason Cash, newer artist out of California. Be doing songs with Dom. I've seen him, and. Uh, that's really the only one I can just think of, but I never just seen that before. That's why I wanted to ask. Yeah, yeah, it happens every year. Okay, for sure. But do I have anybody I want to vote for? Or do you have any prospects that you you're thinking in your head right now off the rip? They're gonna be on the 2023 XXL freshman list. No, you mentioned Yee, but I think Yee don't even need that no more. That's something Yee probably turned down. No way. To me, Yee is definitely on that list. To now, me, Yee is like he's past that. You don't need it. That's like, so. The biggest of the big did it. I mean, the if you think of the biggest rappers in the game right now, they were on it. But it's not like that no more. 21 was on it. Uzi was, was on still, it. It was still like that in 2016. It was. Double XL don't get the same respect because they've had so many bad lists. I get that, but it's the same thing like, like that first Grammy for everybody. Unless you are the one, like if you're Drake, yes, you can decline. If you are Cardi B, yes, you can decline. Yeet is somebody, like we talked about, this change in this game. He's groundbreaking. But I don't know if he's so pivotal that he he moves us into a new culture type of shit or a new era. Um, I think it would benefit him to be on this list. I don't think this is something that he should turn down. I'm going to disagree, man. 
I just feel like he's already like he is already A list to the point where a little double XL freshman list is not gonna do anything for him. He surpassed that already. That's why I'm saying I'm gonna disagree. You think he's A list? Absolutely. I definitely don't think he's A list. Well, as maybe, a rapper, you just don't like he is bigger than you may think. I mean, maybe as a rapper, he might be A list. I don't even think he's an A list rapper. Hell no. He may not be an A list rapper. Was what? Lyrically to you, what you saying? Like, he, nah, he is, he's at the top of the charts, number one, every time he drops. I'm thinking, like, if we have tiers of rapping, like, your A listers are Drake, Kendrick Lamar, Cole. Like, th- those are your A listers. Yeet is not there for me. And then, like, inside of that, that A list, we got like Travis Scott, Kanye, those. I think maybe the step down from it, like, I'm naming, like, God tier. If we go down to, like, <clears throat> today's GOAT tier, yeah, I'm putting him in that. I feel like I just put I just put the 21 Savages and those into the A-list. But I feel like maybe for me, Yeet will be there soon. But I'm not, I'm not putting him A-list yet. For sure. Any other artists you think should get that 10 spot? I can't think of any artists within the last 12 months that are just like they came out new, just smoking shit. Yeah, I got something that I we we probably just weren't even thinking about, kind of overlooked. Okay. Female rappers, Glorilla. Yes, absolutely. On the list. Because she definitely missed big. she missed last year. Right. So Glorilla? Glorilla definitely gets Ice Spice. Ice Spice. I was gonna say her next. You think she gets on there? Yes. Um, I'm I'm trying to see if there's anybody else that we're missing. I saw Rod Rob Forty Nine. Rob Forty Nine could make that list. He's one of the ones that, if he made the list, it would be because people are just now starting to notice him. Rob Forty Nine is far from new. What about Finesse Two Times? Finesse Two Times could make that list. I'm looking at something. What about Larry? Yeah, I guess. See, yeah, because to he's me. not new to you, right? <laughs> yeah, to me, but... Baby Tron? I don't know. I don't think so. Maybe. I'm looking at a lot of people that they're, they're saying are new. Blue Bucks clan? Yeah. I can see that. Yeah, there's there's a few yeah, that, I'm, man. that I'm starting to see here. Yeah, me too. Like I said, it's starting to make more sense, but yeah. Like I said, that was just Tana Leon, Central Central C. How can I be homophobic? Of course, my bitch is gay. Hitman in the top, John Cena in top. Let's even the stick is gay. (laughs) How come my brothers and say that I love them, but I don't swing that way? Demand them celebrate Eid. The trap's still running on Christmas Day. (laughs) Somebody to indulge a cat. I'm trying to indulge and die. I love them niggas' accents, man. That that shit funny, bro. But no, from between. Ice Spice, Central C, um, Yeet. Who else did you say? I think I think we can start to make up a lot of the list from Thanks, for first. 2023's Double XL. Yeah. And outside of Yeet, everybody else taking that spot is not really questionable. Ice Spice could decline that shit. She shouldn't. Like I said with Yeet, she shouldn't. Yeah, that's crazy. It's something that I feel like five years from now, if somebody's not at the top of the game, they could be like, nigga, I was a Double XL freshman. What are we talking about right now? 
<laughs> that replaces being at the top of the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it, it's basically like the thing that you can hold on to. Like if you fell off and didn't win a Grammy, they'd be like, "Nigga, I was a double XL freshman." <laughs> Do it really mean that much? I got forty five copies of this magazine. Nigga. It doesn't mean that much. No. Like think about last year's double XL list. Who's on it? Who knows? No, Who I gives do. a fuck? No idea. If you're not on the the 2016 double XL freshman list, nobody remembers it. Or unless you're from 2013 and before. Other than that, we're not remembering it. It was hitting on them all the way back then. 2013, 2012, 2011, 2010, 20, 2009. They was killing it, nigga. It was killing it, boy. Man, I can see those now. The Mac Miller, the Nipsey Hussles, the Kevin Gates, Chance the Rappers. I can see them covering. I think Kevin Gates and Chance the Rapper were on the same year. Crunchy. It's fucking cringy. <laughs> <clears throat> shit is crunchy, nigga. <laughs> I meant to say that shit. I know. It's just funny. You caught me off guard. My bad, man. Um, <laughs> let's move on, man. I think we got more to talk about, but we're outside of the music realm. UFC and WWE have decided to merge. Kari, there's a, a WWE-UFC merger going on, combining to create a company worth more than $21 billion. Big money, big money, man. Did you see this past, I believe it was this past weekend, it was WrestleMania. Did yeah, you Wrestle- see that? Yeah, I saw Snoop Dogg going crazy. No, Snoop was out there acting in the ass. So, like, you got to have that shout type of entertainment. Snoop. Yeah, shout out Snoop. That nigga is everywhere all yes, at once yes um but i remember 10 15 years ago it was shaq in the wwe doing that oh, yeah yeah for sure and it's fun to see it's fun to see absolutely so <clears throat> with snoop dogg they were also honoring Rey mysterio for the hall of fame right okay so when he came out snoop dogg was driving him in the car and they they did like a tribute to eddie guerrero you know what I'm saying? That's one of my favorite that's like, yeah, wrestlers one of, all time. It's one of fucking Kari's favorite wrestlers. This nigga can't talk about wrestling without mentioning fucking Eddie Guerrero. Because, man. Nigga was really like that. I didn't start wrestling. The real ones know. My bad, bro. Yeah, nigga, the real ones know. I didn't start watching wrestling until maybe my third or fourth grade. If you can remember, and this is so fucking funny, and I don't know if I've told this story to you before, in third grade, me and Kari had a mutual friend named Charles. Shout out, Charles. Um, he had a birthday party at his mom Duke's crib, and I think he got like the brand new SmackDown versus Raw that year, and we were all in the living room playing it. And all I can remember were all of us, and we were in third, fourth grade. I think it was fourth grade, to be completely honest. And everybody was just saying, "I want to be John Cena." No, I want to be John Cena. And I want to be John Cena. And I didn't want to be the kid in the background that was like the fuck is John Cena? <laughs> Whoa. Like, it was like third grade. I had no idea at that point because I wasn't watching wrestling. Mm, okay. From that day on, mm-hmm. that shit was over. Like, I, I was gone on it from that point on. Yeah. Um, But Eddie Guerrero had already passed away by that point. So Thanks, I knew Chavo Guerrero and I knew yeah. Vicky Guerrero. Who Chavo and Vicky, everybody <laughs> oh fucking God. hated They tarnished them. the Guerrero name, dog. Absolutely. Absolutely. Everybody fucking uh, hated Chavo Guerrero. Jesus and Vicky Christ. never shut the fuck up. Jesus Christ. They they definitely ruined some legacy. So I didn't man. know the, the amazing Eddie Guerrero era. Yeah. That's crazy because it was a certain point in time where I didn't miss wrestling from week to week. So, you know, you had Monday Night Raw, 
Friday Night Smackdown. I was not missing none of those episodes. Me either. Once I started, I came in wrestling just before Chris Benoit smothered his family to death. (laughs) (laughs) I came in about... About four months, I watched this nigga <laughs> turn the game up as the U.S. champion. And one night when he was supposed to defend that title, his family was defending themselves <laughs> against him. I get a report as I'm watching this fucking pay-per-view that not only is our main event Chris Benoit not going to be there, he's not going to be there because he killed his wife, smothered his kids, and killed himself. He didn't kill himself. And I have to take all of this information in at nine. <laughs> oh, no, nah, for real. So even Eddie Guerrero's death, nigga, why did that hurt me? Like, I really knew him. Absolutely. It hurt. Be- because even though this sport, we grew up to, to know that it's not real, but these niggas are heroes to us. They are heroes, bro, for real. For John real. Cena was like our fucking hero. That mm-hmm. theme song rang something off in children's head. Yeah. We would go fucking bonkers. When we heard that fucking sound, just the the rumbling of the beginning of his theme song, we would jump up and down like a nigga lit a fire under our ass. All right, like, all right, don't do that. All right, don't do that. I'm sitting there trying to be prolific like Nip. I'm trying. I'm trying to get the crowd going. <laughs> I'm trying to have the audience rocking with me. Oh, fuck. My fault. What's good, yo? I'm immature. Immature, bro. <sighs> I get to say this to a lot of my kids. It's good. Grow up. <laughs> yeah. You know what grade? You're going to be a what next year? Act like it. <laughs> That's crazy. How, how old are you, 25? You're going to be a 26th grader next year. <laughs> 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 I'm trying to think about what grade we have. Carl, you're going to be in the 20th grade next year, nigga. You need to act like it, nigga. Going to the twentieth grade is fucking crazy. Disgusting, actually. That's some law school shit. Woo. Shout out to y'all. I couldn't do it, man. <clears throat> I could not do it. But what we were talking about was WWE UFC. Yeah. Uh, I want to go into a little bit more of it. Okay. Endeavor, which is the UFC's parent company, announced on Monday they'll be acquiring WWE's entire brand, and that UFC's MMA company will be combined into one publicly traded company. We didn't mention that before, so it's now going to be. Uh, they're going to get an IPO. They're going to be publicly traded. WWE and UFC will now be a stock that you can purchase on the market. Wow. <clears throat> the deal values UFC at $12.1 billion and WWE at $9.3, making the valuation of the entity uh, $21.4 billion. It will be one of the biggest players in all of sports. I'm sorry. Yeah, one of the biggest plays in all of sports and entertainment. That's really amazing. I'm not going to lie to you to see that, that merger. Or that connection. And it's just weird because back to the time when we were watching WWE, it's always been controlled by one family, the McMahon family. You know what I mean? And now to see like that changing hands. Well, it's not necessarily going to change. Oh, it's not? They it says right here. here. Okay. Because um, you can remember a couple months ago, they said that Vince McMahon was going to sell off a portion of it. This probably right. didn't happen because they merged. Okay. Longtime WWE uh, promoter Vince McMahon will stay on as the new company's executive chairman. Oh, okay. Dana White will remain the president of UFC, and Nick Khan will serve as president of WWE. Ari Emanuel, the uh, Endeavor CEO, will oversee it all. So gotcha. the person that owns the parent company of UFC, they purchased the majority. So they're going to have 51% of the company while the WWE shareholders own 49 Um 
Endeavor's going to oversee the entire thing, but Dana's going to still do his thing over at UFC. Vince is going to do his thing over at WWE. Okay. But reading that was what gave me some peace of mind because I didn't want to see vice versa happen to either company. I didn't want to see UFC start to gimmick out and turn into some bullshit that I would never want to see because I love UFC. And the same way I love UFC, I love the wrestling family kid aspect of WWE. And I don't want them to tarnish that by bringing UFC's real life blood gore, all that shit, because I like that you can have gimmicks in the WWE, that you can have characters like, mm-hmm. um, I'm not even going to start naming characters because I haven't watched wrestling in forever. But <laughs> yeah, in continue. our in our time, we had like the DX. You had like an Eddie Guerrero. You had Rey Mysterio. You had Carlito, niggas like that. Even if you weren't the top of the top, you had different gimmicks and different attitudes that kids could grow their favorites. You had the ones that you love to love, the ones you love to hate. I liked it. You can keep that. It keeps things family oriented. It keeps things fun. Um, and the real fights. I mean, when when you want to watch that shit, you watch UFC. You go to UFC, of yeah. course. I couldn't agree more, man. Like, yeah, I had I had one time where I believe you did as well. My my pops took me to uh, a show, a WWE show. It was kind of like one of the what do they call when they go off like WrestleMania? What is oh, it you called? went to a pay per view. A pay per view. It wasn't super, something. Thinking with the SummerSlam. Some shit like that. They was just at the AAC. But anyways, you know, my pops, I went to AAC as well. Yeah, my pops took me to one as a kid. So like you, like you said, that's something you could take your children to, and have it just be like a family outing, a family absolutely type thing. But yeah, I couldn't agree more. That's what's up. I'm glad because I was at first thinking that it was changing hands completely. And yeah, I'm, and, and now, I'm like, damn. That's and now crazy. everything's gonna change. <laughs> yeah, you know? The WWE will never be the same. Yeah. yeah, that's that's what I was thinking too. But I'm glad to hear that. As long as Vince McMahon has his hand over the WWE, I know it'll be okay. Yeah. He's had sure. his hand over since I, the late 70s, since the shit started. Um, and it's it's been fine ever since. Yeah. I've watched a lot of documentaries, and I don't know if you were that into wrestling from growing up that you would care to watch a lot of that shit. It's amazing to really see how Vince McMahon pivoted over the years and how WWE is still as popular as it is and making more money than it ever has. Um, just from the era of like Hulk Hogan, Andre the Giant type shit doing what they needed to do in the 80s. And I watched how they totally declined. Like they, they talk about the shit um, in some of these documentaries. They were super gimmicky back in the 80s with the Hulk Hogan, Andre the Giant. You had to have a gimmick or it wasn't going to work to the point where nobody wanted to fucking watch it anymore. They had moved over to the WCW shit. Um, Niggas were starving for something real. They were starving for a real character or the WWE was going to go out of business. Boom. Enters Stone Cold Steve Austin. Enters... Arguably the the greatest wrestlers of all time, Stone Cold Steve Austin and Shawn Michaels, and completely like them, they're known in WWE wrestling realm as the two wrestlers that save Vince McMahon's business. They they call them like the greatest wrestlers of all time. If you had to pick Stone Cold or Shawn Michaels, who do you go with? HBK. Okay, I'm, Shawn Michaels. I'm with you. I'm going Shawn Michaels every time. John Cena, because he's John Cena and he's the 2000s version of Stone Cold Steve Austin as it pertains to like popularity and he's the face of the shit, mm-hmm. he'll always probably be my favorite. But when we talk about like 
we, we do this shit with rap too. You have a greatest and you have a favorite. Right. Shawn Michaels might be the greatest wrestler of all time. If you had to pick. That's a good take. Yeah. If And I'm sorry. The pussies have dried up at this point. <laughs> they like, what the hell? Oh, the pussies are dry. I'm, I'm sorry, sorry, pussies. I'm sorry. We'll get y'all <laughs> wet again in a second. Um, Not really because we're talking news for the rest of this shit. But um, <clears throat> Shawn Michaels is, is the greatest wrestler of all time to me. I think the greatest? Who do you? Do you have a great? No, but like Kari's ready to get pussy wet again. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm about to. I'm about to. I don't know who I would be. I mean, who I could say was the greatest man. To me, like I said, the greatest going to be Eddie Guerrero. But if we talking from like that newer era, you gotta, you gotta throw Batista in there. You gotta throw Triple H. You do have to throw Triple H in there. Um, you have to throw Randy Orton Randy in there. Orton, you know, the niggas you love to hate. I, Randy Ooh. Orton turned into one of the favorites that people love to love as we stopped watching wrestling. Yeah. But when we were kids and young teenagers, Randy Orton was fucking hated. Yeah, bro. He was the 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 villain in every situation. And during the John Cena 2007 to 10 era, the biggest the biggest one that you love to hate would be Edge. Fucking hate Edge. But uh, The Rock. Nah, um, but when you go back nowadays, like you got to love Edge. Edge bro. Nah, you got Edge right. back. Fuck Edge. I don't give a damn. Fuck you, cut. <laughs> but no, The Rock, man. We we missing The Rock. The Rock is ar- arguably one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. I think he did a lot for the business. And when you watch the, um, like if you were to watch the documentaries over it, you would see now, you can see how he's not one of the greatest to me, but he did so much for the business that you kind of have to put him in that conversation because- you have Stone Cold Steve Austin who was put here to save this business mm-hmm. and Stone Cold needs, he needs an antagonist. Yeah, I feel that. Enters Dwayne Johnson, a.k.a. The Rock. Now, he is the biggest star from this shit ever. Oh, of course, that's no argument. The Rock is the biggest thing that's ever come from the WWE. Yeah, that's no argument. But, um, you know that. Damn, it's actually good to have this this talk. I like this talk. Me too. I got one more. Jeff Hardy is one of my favorite wrestlers of all Jeff time. Jeff Hardy is one, as a kid, you could not not like Jeff Hardy. Right, bro. Because Instant favorite. <laughs> He's the coolest nigga in the WWE back he then. He was fucking crazy. We, as a kid, you like crazy. He was jumping off doing front f- flips and that back was a flips wild off the boy. rope. Yeah. A wild boy for sure, man. Absol- like, every fuck. Ah! Money in the Bank I feel during like WrestleMania. <laughs> you watch like Money in the Bank to see yeah, Jeff Hardy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know he's going to do some stupid shit. Absolutely. Royal Rumble. <laughs> yeah. You watch that bitch for, for Jeff Hardy. He's one of them niggas that, yeah, like at the Money in the Bank top shit, like type shit. He's the one that there's only going to be two people left. He's going to risk his life and freedom and his championship. He's going to be the one that's tugging on the fucking shit at the bottom. Yeah. But he sees the nigga down there, like, moving around. He's getting up. He might do something. <laughs> He's going to jump off that shit <laughs> just to jump on that other nigga, make sure he don't move no more, get right back on and win. Yep. Man, I fucking love Jeff Man, Hardy. Man, Jeff Hardy was crazy. Swan Tom Bomb. I saw Jeff Hardy in a picture the other day throwing up Crip. I like what? him. What? I swear on my life, I like him a little bit more. Oh, swear to God. Oh, my gosh. I was like, oh, my God, is that Jeff Hardy throwing up Crip? Wow. I didn't know that was going to be on my bingo card. Yeah, yeah, the 2023 <laughs> bingo card. Yeah, that's crazy. You didn't have that on it right there? Oh, he is throwing up crib. Yeah, I'm, I'm showing Corey right now. I saw that this week. Bro, what is going on? <laughs> oh, man, so he may be my number one favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Hardy's the greatest of all time. That nigga on the set, that's crazy. 
On the hood. Does nah. that mean what he was? Does that mean that Swanton shit the entire time was neighborhood? Wow. <laughs> Shut up, nigga. Imagine if Jeff Hardy was just throwing up neighborhood Bro, the whole time. Jeff Hardy is hood. <laughs> that is, hey man, that would be crazy. I, I promise that's something I never would expect it. That's crazy. That's funny. And Ooh. the thing about it that I'm looking at, there's a tweet attached to it. Mm. Once this happened, this was in 2017. In accordance with its gang policy, WWE has suspended Jeff Hardy for 10 days. <laughs> they suspended that nigga in, in 2017 for doing that shit. I'm saying, yo, because he got he got them <laughs> tees up for real. Like, that's, that's crazy. Damn. I fuck with that nigga Jeff Hardy. Yeah, man. One of the greatest of all time. Man. <clears throat> We're going to talk about some more shit that's the greatest of all time, but let's leave the WWE UFC shit. The NBA can smoke weed now, Corey. Yeah. I see. This is big, big news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Now, we've known some NBA players that have been smoking weed for a long time. And we're not going to out them. But um, we've had some friends grow up or or some friends of ours that we've seen go pro or they've been on FaceTime. Stevie has a lot of homeboys from the other side um, that ended up going pro. He'd be on FaceTime with these niggas. These niggas are, are... Blowing trees on fucking FaceTime. Yeah. But you had to keep that kind of thing under wraps or you had to make sure your piss or your blood or whatever it was was clean by the time the season started or you're not going to be able to play. The NBA Players Association or the MBPA, whatever you want to call it, um, they made a decision that that's no longer. They're not only going to not test for marijuana, but if somebody were to be caught with it, they're not going to penalize them for it either. That's good, man. And niggas already been smoking. So if you know from the bubble, mm-hmm. Commissioner Adam Silver, they had already got to the point where they had stopped randomly testing, right? So niggas had already been smoking for three years. Absolutely. Because if you know when you're going to be testing, it's not random anymore. You know when to stop. Exactly. But then on top of that, the NBA, their Players Association, they just um, voted like a new, what is it called? I can't even think. They just voted the new members in. There's a term for it. I'm sorry. I can't remember. But inductees. Inductees or whatever. Members to the, the Players Association. But anyways, it's all new people that's sitting on the board, right? Oh, it's not Derek Fisher anymore? No. <laughs> I'm just playing. I know he's not. He's not yeah, a player. It's not Chris Paul, I believe, is the last one who was like the, the president or some shit. But anyways, this is not to be something that we should be shocked about because they had already got to the point where they stopped doing a random test and the NBA – is progressive. Adam Silver is progressive. They always try to do things that benefit the player or that the players yeah. would find or they want to make the player happy. And they always do it first, you know, compared to the NFL, bro. Like they they be on some other shit. The NBA is always the first to do something that's like progressive. They did the whole Black Lives Matter. They support obviously the association. Now they still had to be forced into that shit, but whatever. But they still did. <laughs> yeah, you know? that nigga said whatever. They still did it. Uh, I was saying the association with the women's side, of course, they have support there. But I'm not surprised to see this coming from the NBA in 2023, to be honest with you. Yeah, and it brings the question up, when will the remaining major leagues follow suit? Now, I had an argument back and forth with my mom because my mom was like, no, the NFL doesn't do that. Uh, They still test. And I was like, no, they don't. But NFL stopped random testing, I think, right? They don't random test anymore? Or do they still random test? I think they still random. Okay, maybe I'm. 
Maybe I'm wrong. And I feel I could be wrong as well, but I mean, I know they still they still test for sure. I think so. Maybe I'm not sure. We could be wrong, but these guys know when they get tested, man. It just be, you know, it would be them points back in the day. Niggas just didn't care. And yeah, I was gonna say. And the thing about it, what Kari is letting y'all know is, without saying what needs to be said. The players even know the date they're going to be quote unquote random tested. Yeah. So much so that, like you said, if they fail, it's because they did not, they were careless or just did not care. AKA careless. I probably, <laughs> probably should have said something different. Moving on. <clears throat> Do you have any more to say about that though? Nah, that's it. We can move on. Let's talk about let's talk about Donnie Corey. Let's talk about Donald fucking Trump. Yeah. We said something last month about how everybody was talking about Donald Trump potentially being arrested. That kind of went away because I guess as soon as that headline was made, we were expecting him to be arrested immediately. Mm -hmm. That didn't happen. What happened was they built a case and 34 felony counts ended up being charged to Donald Trump. Um, So much so that he had to be arrested to turn himself in. And go to court on those charges. So on Tuesday this week, Donald Trump was arraigned. He was arrested, and he did uh, he did court on Tuesday. Yeah, he was charged with thirty four felony counts in connection with that entire Stormy Daniels sex tape payout that bullshit. But yeah, Corey, it was it was highly anticipated. Yeah. Everybody wanted to see it, whether you liked it or not. Everybody wanted to see if we were going to get a mugshot, if we were going to see him in handcuffs. You didn't see either, but you did see him being transported. You saw him in court. There was a lot going on. Yeah, like you mentioned, this was Tuesday morning. You had hit the the group chat, and you was like, hey, Trump getting arrested live on TV right now. So I'm at work. I turned it on. CNN is 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 must see TV. You know they they streaming it on every channel. So Absolutely, I'm watching it on C, CNN just for like a little bit, maybe like 20, 25 minutes. I got to see him up until the point where he walked out of a so called like door that he was on behind. They say maybe he was meeting with his lawyers, and this is where they were telling him what the counts were. Maybe mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken, I was able to see him walk out and then go into the courtroom. Then just got to the point, bro, like, they was taking forever. I really didn't care that much anyways. I just thought I was going to see something crazy, so let me tune in real quick. It got to the point, I'm like, oh, this is going to take a while. I turned it off, but I was able to see the pictures and everything. You know, Trump, he's acting a fool, man. He's really using this as a as promo for his presidency run. He is. I really want y'all to know that. <laughs> like, he really on a promo run right now. But the now. thing about it is, like, can he even, like, do that? So Can he yes. run still? I mean, if these charges stick, of course not, but... Even if they're if they're pending, can he still run? Um, I, I guess so. The question is, do these charges stick, Corey? I don't know, man. I, I really to me, because the number is so high, I think it's possible. Thirty four counts, man, that's a huge number because damn, it's they said that he falsified records, right? If I'm not mistaken, but like how many things can you really pull from that? It seems like a lot. So maybe there is something that sticks and maybe Trump does get like a fine or something. Who knows? But Well, no, 34 counts. If that shit sticks, he's going to fucking jail. 34 felony. And they're not even 34 regular counts. These are felonies. Regardless, if it's a if he got to go to jail or if it's just a fine, if it sticks, 
you can't run. If no, you're a felon. no, you can't run. <laughs> if you're a felon, no, you can't, can't run. If can't run. What I was going to say is, throughout his entire presidency and every point thereafter, they have not found one piece of anything to stick on Donald Trump. These charges are not going to stick. It's crazy to think that 34 felony counts won't stick. I don't think it's going to stick. But I also didn't think Tory Lanez would end up in jail. Here he is. So, And you also didn't think that he would be elected president in 2016, Trump. Did I say that? I'm just saying, did you? Did you really believe like when it first started that he would win? I didn't. I'll be honest. I didn't think Trump was going to win the fucking election. It's yes. A, it's a write-up until him winning the election. <laughs> yes, I thought he'd win... But I never wanted to see it. I remember that night like it was yesterday. No, we were like, we were together. We was in, in our the college f- dorm. No, sir. We were in the trap. <laughs> we was in the trap that night. <laughs> Why you always want to bring up the trap? I don't always want to bring it up. That's exactly <laughs> where we were. And we were there all night. I was there longer than you, Kari. Shout out E7. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out E7 because we was- Is it E7 or A7? It was E7. It was E7. E7? It was E7. It was E7. We were in E7. But- from maybe seven o'clock that night to you probably left around midnight when they called that he was going to win, that Donald Trump was going to win. You and Kay Jones, y'all got up and left. Y'all went back to the dorms. Y'all went home. Maybe um, that's what I remember. Me, so much. real dope boy activity, man. I spent my late <laughs> night shooting track. Got down, like be there. Niggas, I forgot to get to these bands, man. Trump was <laughs> was coming into office. We knew shit was finna get shook up. Nah, for real. Um, but. I was so distraught and gone off of what I just saw that this they really let this nigga win. Same. I stayed there staring at the TV for another two hours. I didn't leave the house till probably one or two in the morning, just staring at the TV of projections that were already said and done. I'm just looking at the rest of the shit come in, just in and in and in as I smoke my life away. <laughs> as I smoke my life away. But um, from, <laughs> from that day forward, the next day, that was one of those moments where you woke up, went outside, stared at the sky, took a deep breath in. You were like, wow, shit's going to be different. I remember, yeah. I remember it. It was I, like, man. Yeah, I remember, I remember days like that as well, like really stepping outside. And this is just because, you know, there was a lot of like murders and killings of black men. And, and then it was just so public with the hate. Like, that's the thing. There was racial tension with, when he was president. Bro, like, but it was, people were just so public with it. You know? Like, because he gave you that. He, he, right. He gave, he gave people confidence in that shit. So, yeah, I remember stepping out times, like, not on some just, like, scared, nervous shit, but just, like, damn, like, anything can happen because niggas really hate me. I remember the day after he was elected stepping outside. It was just like, man. Shit different. The world's about to it's about to change. About to change on me. I remember that. That's crazy. And thinking about it from 2016 on, of course, we had the pandemic. But looking at it in 2023, he changed the state of the entire country. Oh, yeah. Man. He, he set us back. A country divided. Yeah, he set us back. It's bro. not. It wasn't even just him. It was the point where social media got so different. If you think about where social media was in 2016 to where it is now, Social media wasn't engineered to to drive certain things to your your Agendas. timeline. It wasn't agenda based. Yeah, yeah, it it wasn't going to pick up on the fact that you were 
Democrat heavy or Republican heavy right. and only send that traffic your way. It got to the point where if you had Republican views, it only sent Republican news to your phone so much so that you didn't even see the other side and you became such on that side. It, the same thing for the liberals that if you had liberal views, it was only going to flood liberal content to you so much so that if you saw something Republican or conservative, it looked alien to you. And you said, fuck it. And it just like made two different sides of the country. I was about to say for both sides. And everybody was, fuck you. It, there was no middle ground. And now in the people that were, we kind of got just brushed over and the shit. It was, hey, fuck this side, fuck the other side. Y'all niggas ops. Definitely. And he was cool with that. That's what he wanted. He's still cool with that. Yeah, that's why he want to run again. The country's the country got dirty, man. Like uh, the world's forever changed, brother. This is this is the new norm. This is the new normal. This is gonna be the the world that we bring our children into. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's like that now, bro. Like, you know, and it's weird because your parents would always say when you were young growing up, like what we grew up in was different from what they grew up in. You know, we're going to be able to say the same shit. Nigga, give me George Bush back. The yeah, thing about let's it, start over. Bush and Obama, like, I'll take Bush I, and Obama oh, back. Oh, me, I would. At least y'all wouldn't just in our face with it. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy to say that, like, after... Nigga, I'll take George Bush back Facts. in place of Biden. Absolutely, bro. Go get George Bush. His little brother Jeb ran back in the day. Why didn't we vote for Jeb? Why didn't we pick Jeb? It's tough. I don't like any candidates moving forward. I don't even know no candidates. Now, um, that nigga Pete Buttigieg that was running, he can win. I fuck with bro. I fuck with bro. Um, I know Beto. Corey, if Beto fucking runs again and loses. How many times can you lose before you win? <laughs> he lost president and then lost senator, then lost governor. Yeah. He better not run for president again. Man, you got to. Does, does Joe Biden run again? Of course he's going to run again. Well, he's always been up in the air. He's been up in the air even up until this year. Like, he, he hasn't given a clear answer on whether or not he's running. Really? See, I don't I'm follow enough. I would just think, like, you always go for the second term. It's like on Family Feud. He's like 85, Corey. Of course. But on Family Feud, nigga, when you win the first little round, you always say, <laughs> we're going we gonna to keep it. We can, come on. Come on, Steve. Come over here. We, you never pass in Family Feud. Same yep. shit here, bro. You always run for the second term. I think there's only been two... That didn't accept their second term. Um, Rise and grind trivia. Maybe George Bush Sr. Daddy Bush. I don't think George Bush Sr. accepted a second term. Maybe he did, but I'm tripping. Either that or he lost his second term. Okay. Who else you thinking? Um, Andrew Jackson. Or was Andrew Jackson killed? Andrew Jackson might have been killed. $20 bill, Andrew Jackson? Yeah. Either that or he was the one that was impeached. Mm -hmm. Who are the two? Are there two? I'm trying to find it. Oh, several presidents never sought re-election. Okay, 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 okay. All right, there's a list. John Adams, John Quincy Adams. Martin Van Buren, Ben Jen. <clears throat> you were correct about Daddy Bush. He did only serve one term. 
Okay. Yeah, I knew I knew Daddy Bush only served one yeah. term. Uh Gerald Ford, Jimmy Carter, Daddy Bush. Oh shit, we really tripping, nigga. Donald Trump. <laughs> How did we fucking skip? <laughs> like he lost, nigga. though. He lost. He did not run. Okay, okay. He ran and lost. Facts, facts, facts. I'm but sure. Daddy sure. Bush might have ran and lost as well. I just can't remember. Yeah. Yeah, he ran and lost. He lost uh he lost to Bill Clinton. Oh, duh. Yeah, I just sometimes just I wasn't for- born yet, so it'd be hard to remember sometimes. Yeah, and I always forget. I think that Daddy Bush came before Reagan. Reagan came before Daddy not, Bush. Yeah, it was did. Reagan, then Daddy then Bush, Daddy Bush then, Clinton. then Clinton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Clinton fucked everything up for the niggas and put all of us in jail and gave us that three strike rule. But because he got on all the late night shows, played the saxophone, and ate soul food, you niggas ate that shit up and called him one of the greatest presidents ever. When really he fucked us. And he did not have sexual relations with that woman. And then, if we want to talk about the subprime, uh, the subprime, never mind, blah, 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 blah. not the subprime mortgage loan crisis. Yeah, the subprime mortgage loan crisis, yeah. where he made all of us blacks uh, think that we could afford homes that we couldn't, yeah. and we signed off on all of them. And then three years later, he foreclosed on niggas. Mm-hmm. Was uh, I mean, it didn't happen during his presidency, but that's how we get to the recession that we. Had. Oh yeah, he put niggas he. He set it up in right. the, the Clinton administration to where that could happen. Yeah. But during the Bush, uh, the end of the Bush administration, going into the beginning of Obama's is where you started to feel the remnants of that, where you had the subprime mortgage loan crisis and the recession. Welcome to an, edu- an education class, guys. Hey, Welcome to government economics with <laughs> Roger Taylor and Kari Gentry. On me. One on one. Yeah, absolutely. Where are we at with it next, though? Moving on, man. So we got some weird, weird, weird news on... Wednesday morning, Cash App's owner was stabbed to death in San Francisco, California. Yeah, this was weird. I got more. On, I got Go more ahead. on it from CNN. Go ahead. Um, yeah, it says Bob Lee, the former chief technology uh, officer of Square, which helped launch Cash App. This is the the chief technology officer of Square, not just Cash App. So when you think of Square, you you're thinking of more than just Cash App. <clears throat> has died after an apparent stabbing attack in San Francisco. His death was confirmed by yada, 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 the CEO of uh, his current employer, MobileCoin. Lee joined MobileCoin, a cryptocurrency and digital startup in 2021. Um, and the note that he, uh, that the person that announced his death put out was our dear friend and colleague, Bob Lee, passed away yesterday at the age of 43, survived by a loving family and a collection of close friends and collaborators. Um, they said he was a dynamo, a force of nature. He was a genuine article. He was made for the world. Um, he was made for the world that is being born bright. You know, whatever, guys. I'm sorry, I, I didn't mean to do that. But <laughs> no, nah, man. So what I really just wanted to get to with this, of course, rest his soul, prayers for his family and all that, because it's where he was only 43 years old, and of course, he is obviously an important guy. So I know that 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 loss to have it be so sudden like that, like being stabbed to death and on the streets. I think, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, we need some backstory to this, right? It's just crazy. But anyways, what I want to get to, man, this is not the first time that we're hearing about all of these fucking deaths with all this cryptocurrency and everybody. Oh my gosh, Corey! Everybody Kari. that fucking owns all these companies, bro. Whoa, Corey! Whoa, whoa, whoa! What's up, man? Because coming into this. I was like, man, I hope the conspiracy theorist shit doesn't start because even me, I'm a conspiracy theorist. Of course, guy. that's man, that was my brain went to that immediately. But 
I was forgetting about all of these cryptocurrency disappearances, gone missing, murder. Whoa. And you know... And Cash App is definitely a hub for cryptocurrency. Yes, I was just about, just about to say that. Ain't that weird, yo? We need to get down to the bottom of why these niggas are being murdered. And be if weird. we do get down to the bottom of it, we need the exclusive content, that shit, because then I uh we're not gonna put this out on the public and get murdered like these niggas. Yeah. Great. Oh shit. Yeah, man, that's where my like I said, when I saw the article come through, I had that thought immediately. But Who's to say? Who knows, man? Hopefully they can get down to the bottom of that because it, it does, like we said, just seems to be a, a sudden death. So this is the police report. This is from San Francisco Police Department. It says officers responded to the report of a stabbing early Tuesday morning in the Racon area of San Francisco where they found a 43-year-old male victim suffering from an apparent stab wounds. The officers rendered aid and summoned medic- medics to the scene the victim was transported to a local hospital with life-threatening injuries. Despite efforts by first responders, the victim was succumbed to his injuries. So it's just weird, man. It's just very weird. Like I said, I don't want to go just super deep into it, but this is like the fourth or fifth owner of a cryptocurrency company, affiliate, whatever. They it's either, been murdered. They either end up missing or they are killed. And it's crazy, but who knows, man? Yeah, let's keep an eye on that. And let's try to get down to the bottom of that shit, Corey. For sure, for sure. I think we're pretty keen with that shit, so we, we can find some clues. Blues clues. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking crazy. Oh, man. Um, But let's go ahead and move on. We got more shocking news to report. McDonald's has reportedly temporarily shut down their U.S. offices, and they're preparing for layoffs. They're preparing for layoffs in their corporate offices, but mm-hmm. I can only... uh. Assume this is going to trickle down, and I've got some uh, some theories regarding this. Okay, go ahead. I, I got I got something funny, but go ahead. Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna go into uh, what CNBC said. They said Burger Chain McDonald's is temporarily closing their U.S. offices this week as it prepares to inform corporate employees about their layoffs as part of a broader company restructuring. The Wall Street Journal has reported. Okay, and they've already given uh, given some indication right there. Um, They said during the week of April 3, we will communicate key decisions related to roles and staffing levels across the organization. McDonald's also asked employees to cancel all in-person meetings with vendors and other outside parties at its headquarters. They said McDonald's did not immediately respond to a request for comment, but um, they said in January that they'd review the corporate staffing levels as part of uh, an updated business strategy and that it could lead to layoffs. We're seeing now that it's going to indeed lead to layoffs. For sure. What did you have to say about it? Because you said you had some, some <laughs> nah, thoughts. No, it's going to be funny. So you know the saying, if you see a Waffle House closed, you know what that means, right? Absolutely. McDonald's got that same stature to it, don't it? I know they're not closing the, the stores, the restaurants, but hearing that they're closing some corporate offices, that don't ring a bell just a little bit. This is like one of the most successful U.S. based companies that we have That means something It does And I thought about it for a while But it might not be as bad as we thought, Corey It might be It might look like a a losing money situation But it's probably not And it might be what I'm thinking it is Which is Do you remember Probably two months ago We talked about how there was a store A McDonald's that opened up around us 
that does not involve any human interaction solely con- like um it, it solely runs around the clock based off of computers ai generated type of shit yep. this is my theory of what's going on Corey. we're going to lay everybody like we're going to lay some some people off we're going to we're going to uh, make some more room for more money we might even lay some folks off in these stores we're going to cut back on the the employee based brick and mortars and we're going to focus for the next few years on building these ai generated stores so we can look to uh minimize paying employees and just run this with our robots yeah because if we get this set up right now 10 years from now we'll have the plan in place where we can just keep doing this and doing this we won't have to pay anybody anymore yeah it's kind of like walmart in a self checkouts bro yeah absolutely i just, I just wish I just wish I had a pinpoint on so many old pods that we did in 2018, 2019. Yeah, we're going to need a pod nerd to go back and so like get this for us. I can tell y'all niggas, like, go back and listen to the episode. We said, like, we we literally told y'all, like, y'all don't realize how- These jobs are going to go away. These jobs going to go away. They just started adding more and more self-checkouts till it got to the point where that's all it is. Absolutely. I was like, y'all not paying attention to this? Are we the only ones seeing this? You go inside some Walmarts, they don't have it's checkout. Self, yeah, it's all self-checkout, man. I know sometimes they have like a few, maybe like three or four, but yeah, it's all, some of them are all self-checkout. If you remember, there were days when we were teenagers that you could go to an Albertsons or a Kroger and get a job as a bagger. (laughs) You don't see too many jobs as a grocery bagger anymore. Oh yeah, that's done for. That's done. You bag the shit your fucking selves. (laughs) That's done for. Niggas taking the the groceries out with the old ladies, shit like that. Oh yeah, that's done for. It's done for. Chivalry's dead. Absolutely. <laughs> but no, I agree with you. That makes sense. I haven't checked out that store. It is in the city. Need to see where it's at. See if it run good. I've heard about it. I've I've had some people tell me about it. Yeah. They said that they've gotten food from there. Okay, that's interesting. But no, that makes sense. Like you said, let's save some money somewhere. Even though we may not be losing, let's make these layoffs, these cuts. Let's save some money and then invest it into the new product. It they makes, did say it makes a- sense. A part of a a broader company restructuring. Makes sense. So, yeah. if you ask me, that's where McDonald's is heading. We shall see. That's where America is heading. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, have you been out in, like, arcade places and things like that where the robots bring the food to you? No, but I saw someone's story just a couple of days ago where they were out getting drinks, food, Mm -hmm. and um, a robot was bringing the drinks on the car to them. Hey. So I've been... You've seen that in person? Nigga, hell yeah. I've never seen it. It is crazy. I ain't gonna lie. Obviously, they're not making the food, but... It has to be mind-blowing, though. (laughs) Yeah, but it has to be places. So like I said, it's usually like arcade places, you know, where you could do a whole bunch of different things, but... I've seen it at restaurants. Yeah, restaurants too, but they they have it where they know like where the table is, obviously. So they just put it, the food on the thing... And then they just press it, like, go to this table, and that should bring you your food. It's really crazy. I ain't going to lie to you, but we we are headed in that direction for sure. Have you seen the Amazon and Uber Eats robots that are traveling down the street? On the bring, internet. Yeah, on the internet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah. haven't seen those in person. They haven't come to Texas yet, I don't think. At least oh, not okay. to our area of Texas. Gotcha. Okay. But, yeah, the way things are changing is fucking mind-blowing. Have you seen the robot um, lawnmowers? 
Mola, I've yeah, seen those in person. Yeah, yes, I've seen too. those in person. That's crazy. It's 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 nice. It's it, cool. it looks like a big ass um a Roomba that vacuums. It's it just, just looks like it's for the yard. It's crazy though. Like that shit scared me. I'm like, yo, and it's cutting the grass. It's not that loud either. Yeah, it can't be, but cutting the grass, yo. But nah, man, the, the world is headed there for sure. That's gonna be, you know, our parents said that cars would be flying. We're gonna have robots controlling everything. Absolutely. I've gotten to the point where I think cars will never be flying, just number one, because it's a fucking hazard. Think about the niggas that are on the ground. And oh yeah, that shit not happening, bro. It's dumb. Imagine if you're in the air and your engine runs hot and you just fall the fuck out of the sky. Yeah. Straight to the uh Pacific. Or straight to the fucking concrete. <laughs> <laughs> so it just doesn't sound ideal. Yeah. I like the Jetsons though. <clears throat> Where are we at with the next? Are we are we only in one more topic? One more topic, man. All right. And this might be one of the more fun topics I've been waiting Absolutely. to get into. The state of North Carolina, Corey, they seek to ban participation trophies for children. Yes, sir. Three senators in North Carolina have introduced a bill into the local legislator that will ban participation trophies. They went on to state youth sports or other youth recreation activities operated under the authority of the local government shall not include awards for participants based solely on their participation in the sport or activity. Awards provided in connection with the activity, if any, shall be based on identified performance achievements. Mm. You want me to go into my thoughts or what are your thoughts on it? You want to... I'll go first, man. I'll go first. So I will say I love this idea, this bill, okay. this proposal. I'm not with the whole participation trophy thing, bro. Like, you either a winner or you a loser. You either get first place or you don't. Or you don't. If you're you know not first, I mean? you're last, you're not nigga. First and you last, so Ricky Bobby, ho. Real shit. Real talk. You know what I'm saying? So, no, I'm definitely, I'm on stance with this, man. Like, I... I get the society that we have gotten to. Once again, you know, we say things change, bro. It has become soft. The generation has become soft. Of course. It it does every generation. Everybody got to get a pat on the back. And you got to, oh, it's okay. Like, bro, you lost. You know, like, we're losing the competitive nature. Even, bro, this this literally just happened. I know I'm rambling. I'm sorry. but No, you know you're good. I have to bring this up. The Women's National Championship game. Shout out Angel Reese. Between Iowa and LSU. Yeah, 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 yeah. Literally, great game. Great game. Obviously, LSU put on a show and they win, right? Did you not see the first lady, Jill Biden? Invite both of them? She wants to invite the losers to the White House. Joe Biden is probably looking at her like she was fucking crazy. Because Joe Biden knows sports. And he's like, hey, look. I'm like, yo. That's just, that's pure racism and that shit. What are we talking about? Like, they lost. When the fuck do both teams from the NBA Finals get invited to the White House? Bro, like... Why do you invite the losers? It's because you feel bad for that little white bitch because <laughs> we danced on our ass like fucking AI did Tyron Lue. <laughs> now, granted, they didn't go on to win that shit, but people just can't stand to see an unapologetic black woman... Man. Uh, an unapologetic black woman Talk about win it. and Talk then... About it. Not be sorry about it. Talk about it, man. Like, she dished this shit out. 
Caitlin or what, uh, what her name? Caitlin? Caitlin Clark. Caitlin Clark uh, from Iowa. She dished the shit out. She was doing her John Cena, you can't see me type shit. And when they got that ass whooped, Angel Reese handed it right back. And that's that. Everybody can't stand. They called her a sore loser. They said that she's, um, what was it? She She's shaming the game. Yeah. Not nah. classy, ghetto. Not classy. Shut the fuck up. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. But yeah, shout out to them. Shout out to LSU Win, um, winning that ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But back to the participation awards. Right, right. So just with that, man, like I said, I'm on stance with not having participation awards for children. I just think it creates like a, a mentality that's you really not going to be successful in life. You may have situations where, of course, bro, everybody has luck in certain places, bro. But if you, if you don't never... To me, if you don't ever learn from a child standpoint, like how to, when you get knocked down, how to get back up, how to try again. Like if niggas just get a pat on the back all the time for losers, bro, you create a society of losers. Like what the hell? So nah, let's do away with the participation awards. I'm on board with that. When I was young and I started playing basketball, I started playing in the first grade. I was six years old. I cried every single game that I lost. Second grade, my second year came. I cried every single game that I lost. When third grade came, my dad looked at me at the beginning of the year. You're not crying any more fucking games. <laughs> like he, he meant that shit. He was starting to groom me out of it towards the end of basketball season, my second grade year. He was like, hey, I'm giving you some games. But that crying shit after every game, I understand if y'all have a, a close game and it's tough. But that crying shit, you cutting that shit the fuck out. Now, I understand, like I said, every generation considers the next generation softer. We see the new generation as soft. Our fathers see our generation as soft. Their fathers saw it as soft. Um, so much so that the crying after every game, you could even see that as toxic masculinity because of course, if I wanted to cry, I would cry. But no, nah, in, in sports, that shit was soft. So um, granted, myself and Kari, we, we were pretty good at basketball. We were always winning um championship type of roles when we were growing up but i remember the very first year because our basketball league that you and me grew up in there was a year that they stopped participation trophies while we were young i remember the year they stopped it because the year they stopped it was a year we didn't win and i was waiting to get called up to get my trophy and we didn't get a trophy and that shit fucking hurt but what you had to realize and I realized in that moment is nigga you lost you don't get a trophy for losing you don't get a trophy for trying hard fuck that (laughs) try harder and you might win and get a trophy next time but you're gonna sit here with nothing because if if you give out a reward for losing, you become a loser. What what prize is there for winning? <laughs> every every if everybody wins, nah nah fuck that. I understand right. the 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 freer, nicer, peaceful time that we're moving into as it pertains to energy. Mm-hmm. But no, if you're not first, you're last. A loser still a fucking loser, and there's lessons to be learned in life by losing. And we don't need the reward losers and fucking e for effort you get an a a b a c a d 
or an F. Fuck the, the participation trophies. I'm 150% on board with North Carolina banning participation trophies. I didn't know this was something that was a real law that needed to be passed. Every state in the United States should ban participation trophies. You're sending kids the wrong message by giving participation trophies. That nigga said, that shit global, you feel me? Fuck it. Oh, but we're probably the only country that does that shit. You know how other countries are. Western philosophy is a lot softer than most. Absolutely. If you go over to, to some of these European or Middle Eastern and Asian countries, I guarantee you there are no participation trophies being given out over in Asia. They probably not getting no trophies at all. Unless you're first. <laughs> shit. Real talk. Nah, man. This just made me think of a story. I promise you. I remember... AAU, AAU basketball, like you mentioned, championship game. You should have knew you wouldn't get a participation in AAU. Lose the championship game. After the game, you know, you have the little huddle with your coach at the bench, little speech. You have the trophy ceremony. Yeah, I was going to say you got the award ceremony. We watch that team get first place, the trophies that we want. We get our second place trophy. It's just one trophy. I believe first place, everybody got a trophy. I could be making that up. Maybe it was just one trophy. But I know for second place, we got one trophy. Coach had the trophy as we're walking out of the building. You know, we, we finish up everything. We're oh, walking out. Oh, I know out. where this is going. I love it. I love it. Let's do it. We leave the building, walking outside to our cars. My coach takes that trophy and throws it like fucking, who's the best quarterback right now? Patrick <laughs> Mahomes in the motherfucking parking lot. Good. Is that Coach Battles? No, nah, no. Nah. Okay. Timmy. Oh, okay. Timmy. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. Timmy threw that trophy so far Shut out. <laughs> in the parking lot, bro. And you just saw that bitch break into pieces. And I wasn't even mad. Darian was mad. <laughs> Darian was hot. <laughs> Shout out Darian. You was mad. But I wasn't mad. I was just like, damn. Like like you said, bro, there's lessons in that. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's just so much beauty that can just be taught. And I just know, and I know you as well, bro, just... From personal experiences, nigga, like, you got to go through some shit to figure out how to get back right. You got to lose to figure out how to win. You know what I'm saying? Like, that just is what it is. So, once again, I'm on board with it, man. Let's cut away with all the participation trophies, pat on the backs. It's only one winner, man. It's only one first place. Have you seen the Jackson's American Dream? <laughs> Absolutely. I've seen the five-hour BET special. Absolutely. Multiple times. Do you remember the portion where they were in a contest? And the winner got a record contract and the second prize won a color TV. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they got second Shit. and they got the color TV. Them niggas was so fucking lit for that color TV. Joe told them to get in the fucking car, man. We get no goddamn color TV. It's for losers. Boy. Them niggas was home sad looking at that black and white. I wonder who got the color TV. Not y'all, nigga. We're not picking Paul. up no fucking losers trophy. That's me? exactly what your coach said. Fuck this loser's trophy. If you have a participation trophy, you shouldn't even be proud of that. You should be saying, fuck this, because y'all gave me a loser's trophy. I want the big one. Crush that shit and do better next year. I think that's how we should end. (laughs) Let's get out of here. All right, man. Let's go ahead and get into our songs of the week. We'll see y'all on Monday with episode 228. It's your boy, Roderick. I'm Jakari. All right, man. Let's go ahead and get out of here. Big baby, big slimmy, 
Big Jimmy, Bronco, Balaclava, Baklavala, Holla Holla. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You already know it's Sergio. Swing, swing. Yeah, Sergio. Yeah, uh. My phone blowing up cause I've been missing for days. I'm just flowing through these ways. My torso covered in sway. Uh. Six back to back Cadillacs looking like astronauts. Don't wind me up, I have Shaq pop out the jack in the box. The tree ratchets in his jean jacket, bitch. Don't even try to tell me how off the meat rack I'm is. You know the vibe from slow motion like I'm sniffing activists. Till I explode off the turnbuckle and cripple half your shit. You know Bam Bam, savage as fuck. Ride with two pumps like Michael Chang shoes. Till I see angels, I see the world from all angles. And from a thin thread, my soul dangles just like a mango. Alpha Bravo, looking like your boy just won the lotto. But then drowned every dollar in a bottle. And put a bunch of junk in his arm and his nose. And in between his toes, cause feeling good's the only thing he knows. Shit. Feeling good's the only thing I know. Bitch. No. Feeling good's the only thing I know. I feel good. No, nope. I feel good. I feel good. Feeling good's the only thing I know. Hey, what's like solid ass nigga solid to the bones? Bones. Bones. Nigga switching up, but that ain't what we on. Oh, oh, time to disconnect, gotta turn off my phone Oh, oh, never catch me lacking steady, slanging chrome Chrome, chrome, say he wants to smoke, okay, cool, bring a bone If I make a move, I can't do nothing wrong Vibing with my tool, I know we'll get you gone Riding with that sack, can't fumble, pat my home Riding with my dog and that's right or wrong Right or wrong, right or wrong If we can't catch that boy, we gon' hit close to home Close to home, close to home Solid ass nigga, solid to the bones Bones, bones Niggas switching up, but that ain't what we on On, on Time to disconnect, gotta turn off my phone Oh, oh. Never catch me lacking steady, slanging chrome, chrome, chrome. Say he wants to smoke, okay, cool, bring a bone. Your hoe taking shots, she like the power up, yeah. So much on my mind, I'm moving slow. Uh, push it to the side.